2: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
3: Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam.
2: Welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Attic Podcast Victory Edition. It is the victory party. Patrick Allen, Sterling Holmes, Matt Verderam. Sterling Holmes back after a long absence. And he's drinking a bush light. I don't know if y'all out there could have asked for more, but it's it's victory party. It's victory beers. I've got a much more classy Great Lakes, Ohio City, oatmeal stout. Um, but a bush light would taste good either way right now because Kansas City Chiefs just beat the Denver Broncos for the 12th time in a row. Uh, Matt Vertoram, your initial reaction to this game?
4: Mixed bag. Um, look. You know, you look at the final stats, the Chiefs had two hundred and sixty seven yards of offense, which is awful. Uh they gave up 404, but in reality, they gave up a lot less than that. I mean, that that's a lot of garbage time. They they were they were excellent on defense. You know, you know how weird this game is? NBC finished its telecast by interviewing Dan Sorensen as the player of the game. Like, that's <laughs> that's where we are. Like, yeah. I I don't know how else to say it. And I'll just be brief, look like, I think defensively they're right now right now, they're playing as well as anybody in football. Their defense is fast, it's aggressive, they do a lot of different stuff they, they everything everything you can walk from that deep they're they're phenomenal. The offense is just neutered, like I don't know, and it's it doesn't look like it did when they played the Packers and when they played the Titans where they just looked lost and they couldn't get. They're open. Like, they're, they're wide open. But it's either Mahomes makes a bad throw, which really was not the case most of tonight. Most of tonight was drops. A million drops, a couple bad penalties. I have more hope for the offense than I did like a month ago. But at some point, like, that's got to translate. You've got to do something. They're not going to be good teams playing offensively like this. They're just not. Not consistently. But I think the night – has to be about the defense, which you couldn't be any better. They were utterly yeah. dominant in that game, save for one garbage time drive.
2: Yeah, and I think if I told you at the at the beginning of the season that the Chiefs would be in first place in the AFC West, would be tied for the best record in the AFC, and uh, their defense would be one of the best in the league, and the offense just needed to figure some things out, I think we probably all would have signed up for that um hopefully they'll be able to uh i want to get to sterling sterling your initial reaction of the game and welcome back sterling has not been here since i fulfilled the terms of our bet and stone cold steve austin slammed two beers which i still have (laughs) sticky there's beer i noticed on my ceiling um (sighs) from that and i've got to get up there and wipe that off so welcome back sterling what did you think of tonight
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, sorry about Bush Light. It was yingling down there, so'm I'm, I'm back to this stuff. Uh, but defense was incredible. That was extremely fun to watch. Byron Pringle was great in special teams. Uh, the chiefs offense would have been incredible if they were allowed to play without bricks taped to their hands because they were open. A lot of the times, the balls hit them right there. Just so many drops. It's incredible for a team with that much talent. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill had two on the same drive, then that last one went for an interception. I mean, Mahomes has thrown what? Is it 12 interceptions now? I think it's 12. And how many would you say have been off a receiver's hands? Realistically, seven? Oh, (laughs) more than half. I would say seven. Tyreek Hill,
2: three from Tyreek Hill alone. It's insane. So,
3: So, again, I'm not necessarily worried about the offense because I don't think it's going to continue. Obviously, we have to kind of say a caveat because we didn't think it was going to continue past week three, but it continuously has. But the fact that the defense is playing this good, you are in every single game. You're in every game where your defense plays like this. And when you have Mahomes, when you have the talent on offense, you expect eventually it's going to get figured out. The offensive line has been very, very good. I mean, Creed Humphrey has been ranked, what, number one? Center in football. Trey Smith is incredible. Wiley's done his job. And when the defensive line is getting pressure like this, you got to like your chance. We can complain all we want, but when you're on a five game winning streak, at some point, you got to say, all that matters are the W's.
4: I mean, the Dolphins are on a five game win streak. Sure. (laughs) They stink. Sure. Hey. And I'm not comparing Miami to Kansas City. You're right. But. It's got to be said though, like the Chiefs are like Kevin Malone with chili, right? It's insane. It's good Did chili though. Got it done. I mean, my God! At some point, that interception was a direct. I mean, the ball's right in Hill's hands, right in his hands. Like I, I don't care. It's a, it's a quarter inch in front of you. Catch the ball. Um, my take on C.E.H. You should have gotten the ball more. Should have got the football more. And I see some guys. You know, I've seen a couple people. I'm not singling anybody out. you know, Holmes didn't play well? Is he broken? Guys, Mahomes was fine in this game. Like, it's not Mahomes' fault they can't catch a ball. I got all over Mahomes earlier in the year when I thought he was too timid, he was bailing out of pockets. Like, one thing with me, you're always going to get an honest opinion. I do not think Mahomes is the problem at all. I really don't. Like, he's not bailing out of clean pockets. He's extended plays. He hit – they had six drops in this game. And they weren't those drops that, like, are half and half. Like, they were right on guys. How different do his numbers look? Let's just say they catch five of those. I mean, his numbers are totally different. I I do think Andy, you know, straight savage. I agree with you, man. Andy is part of the problem right now. Andy absolutely is part of the problem. They they run the ball for six yards on first down, and then they just don't do it again. They just refuse to get into any kind of rhythm. And I also think it's to the point like, look, you're not going to bench Hill or Kelsey, but if somebody drops, like, get into their ass about it. Like, it's ridiculous to do this over and over and over. And, yeah, we did see Mahomes get a little pissed at the end of the game. He should be. I do not believe Mahomes is any part – Mahomes was fine in this game. They need to catch the football. That's not – you know, and Denver, by the way. Denver's not a great team. They have a, they have a good defense. Denver can play defense. Offensively, they stink. They are a good defensive – they're third in the league in defense. So I don't, I don't get mad at Mahomes in that game. They, they have to catch the ball. Their play calling sucks. Their play calling should be better than it is. So I, I don't I don't want to go there though this whole game or this whole show. Like their defense needs the Chiefs need to we need to talk about the defense. their defense just lights out. Yeah and if
2: it's
0: gonna
4: yeah. be this good every week, they score twenty points are gonna win. Like they're just they're that dominant right now. They're killing teams.
2: Yeah, and we're gonna get to, to all that. We're gonna get to the offense and the issues. Thank you, uh first of all, to Edric. Awesome. Uh, And and, and you're right, man, if they won't run up the gut behind those beasts in the middle on first, like I I, and and we're going to get to the offense, but I want to talk about the defense. But I just I was thinking during the game that I feel like the Chiefs could give they could hand the ball off to Trey Smith. And he could block for himself with one hand and pick up like five or six yards a clip i mean it's absolutely incredible the 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 running the i I think it was clyde on that one play just basically grabbed onto the back of trey smith's jersey and was just like i'm riding with you buddy let's go um I, i mean absolutely incredible um all right so so let's talk about the defense but first of all you're watching the, the Arrowhead Attic post-game show. This is the Arrowhead Attic podcast. It's the victory party. Um, there's a lot of you out there. We appreciate you. If you're on YouTube, if you could hit that thumbs-up button for us, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we'd like to get a one-to-one on the thumbs-up. It'll get a lot more people in here to the victory party. And, and you know, Sterling's got bushlight. I'm sure he's got a whole 30-pack of that somewhere in his house. So A lot um, of it's gone. <laughs> so, but let's – Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the defense because they were absolutely incredible. Now, look, they weren't going up against uh, the greatest show on turf here. This is the Denver Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, but they stifled this team from the go. Uh, started out with three and out. I think maybe two three and outs to start yep. the game. And if the Chiefs were finishing drives, this would have been a much bigger blowout than, than it was. Um you know, I want to talk about the pass rush. What was your what was your opinion on the pass rush in this game? I thought they were a little a little hit or miss at times when they were only rushing four, which they've been really strong at recently. But the blitz I thought was on fire. Uh, let's start with you, Verter. And what, what was your take on the pass rush?
4: I thought the pass rush was good. I, I thought they hit him a lot. I thought they got home. Um, they didn't get a ton of sacks, but they were. They, I thought they affected the game quite a bit. I thought they harassed him. Um, there were a lot of times Bridgewater was running backwards, running sideways, just forced to chuck it. I, I thought, I thought a lot of times even if they didn't get to him, they would close the pocket, shrink it down. He didn't have a lot of room to operate. So, no, I thought they were good. You know, and, you know, I will say, guys, like, look, I I blast them all the time, but you know, I do see like the comments. I, I hey, listen, I get it. It's frustrating with this offense. Like, believe me, I just spent three hours screaming at them. Okay, like, I I totally get it. I'm I'm as annoyed as anybody. But I do think sometimes there is something like, like you know, Sterling's point about, hey, you have won five in a row. Like, it does. Like, at some point, guys, it, it is, it is at some point, you'll look at it and go, look, I mean, they're eight and four. They're tied to the best record. They're def- Like, I don't care. Their run defense gave 100 yards. Who cares? Like, Denver had three points before that game was over. That game, they couldn't do anything. Every time, to be fair to Kansas City, every time the defense had to make a play, it did it. Did it. I never once thought Denver was going to win that game. Never. Not at any point in the game. In fact, I'll be frank. When Denver came all the way down the field, all the way down the field, and they went for it on fourth and two and didn't get it, I thought the game was over. I really, really thought the game was over at that point.
2: I mean, it really rips the heart out. 20 plays. And it was a great drive by Denver. You you have to give them credit. And the Chiefs defense wasn't playing poorly on that drive. It wasn't like that they were getting gashed. It was 20 plays. And there were just some, you know, they were just... It's a game of inches, right? That Denver would just get a first down. They would just convert. Uh, the Chiefs would just miss a sack. But credit to them, there are a lot of defenses that after that long drive. They had have gotten to that situation, that fourth and down. They're, they're gassed. They're just, you know, all right, we're giving up a touchdown on this drive. They put up a stand. Uh, Sterling, what did you like out of the defense today?
3: I mean, what, eight QB hits, nine passes defense. The cornerbacks were incredible. Traverius Ward... Yep. I think played extremely well, even though he can't catch a football, he's always in the right place. Uh, Legereus need, I don't think his best game, but he was still very solid. And that gives you a lot of hope. I mean, Legereus did not play his best game and they gave up nine points. Does that not give you some hope? Dan Sorensen was somehow good. Neiman was in the right place. A lot of the time, Nick Bolton was solid. Willie gate jr. I thought had a very, very nice game. And we actually saw something from Melvin Ingram. Chris Jones got his hands in the ball twice. Again, this defense was incredible. What, Jaron yeah. Reed? What do you have? Five sacks, or I mean, five tackles? That's the most you've seen, <laughs> yeah. Jaron Reed, in an yeah. <laughs>
2: all season long five tackles. He's off the milk cart and he's in the backfield. <laughs>
3: I mean, it is a common. I'm yeah. just saying, that this is fun. When the defense <laughs> yeah. plays good, you get excited. I'm now getting excited when the defense comes to the field because I'm like, they're going to make a play. Something is going to happen. And that gives me a lot of, a lot of excitement because I get it. The offense is struggling. I understand. But Mahomes has shown he's good enough. He's the best quarterback in the NFL still. He gets the benefit of the doubt. All right? We're not yeah. talking about Teddy Bridgewater. We're not talking about 42-year-old Drew Brees last year. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. He has the benefit of the doubt.
2: God. Yeah, I think he absolutely does. Go ahead, Verner.
4: No, I was going to say. First of all, I, I want to say Gonzo drops in the, the, the bullshit targeting call. That is, that was a bullshit call. What uh, is he horrible. supposed to do? Grab him by the hand and go antiquing? Like, what, I mean, <laughs> he's he's standing in front of him. Like, it's, like Lloyd Cushenberry, it's his job to see the guy who's directly in front of
2: him. <laughs> yeah, I
4: mean, honestly, God. Like, and I'm not. That was I'm all horrendous. Player safety. What are we talking about?
3: I mean well, Bert, he, he had horse blinders on. They like, that was the reason why. What is he
4: supposed to do? <laughs> just, just, get, just get out of the way. Oh, that's all right. Like, it's football. It's not his it's not Hitchens' fault if Cushenberry's blind. I mean that's insane that that's a penalty. Then also, by the way, um the Chiefs, yeah, and, and a couple other times, they had two pictures going they got about five. I mean, they were all yeah. over the ball. You know, Ward missed a few. Gay had one earlier. It would have been a house call. If he had caught that boy, it would have been gone. It wasn't an easy play, but if he had caught that, he would have walked in. And Okafor. And I want – Lucas mentioned oh, earlier. Yeah. Sorry to made big comment up there. And Okafor, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, would have been a touchdown. Um, you mentioned the Chiefs defense, eighth in, in scoring. Th- that's impossible after what that team did earlier. And, and the goal Colin. believe me, I'm not off the F-bomb. They, just, they haven't given me a reason, thankfully, recently. But the second they deserve when I'm all in. And we'll see. We didn't get fully into the offense yet. There's time, uh, but I no. Listen, I just I I want to focus on the defense right now. Not because I'm I'm putting the offense to the side. Like they're clearly an issue. We're going to touch on that plenty. But I just I don't want I don't want to be the person who just overlooks all the good that's happening. Their special teams was great tonight. Pringle yeah. on that play, though, he forced that fumble. He beat two gunners off the snap. Got down there. Slam the one Bronco in, into the returner, forces the fumble and recovered it. Like, that's a phenomenal play. I don't want to just overlook that. I don't want to overlook that a defense that was so bad the first half of the year now looks like, my God, they're, they're, they're like the best defense in the league the last six weeks. Uh, Scott, if you ever call me a Boston accent again, I'm calling the Ooh. police. I am not from Boston. <laughs> oh, no. Um, come on, Scott. Let's get it together. All right. New yeah. York. Uh, But I think overall, the Chiefs have a lot to work on. Their offense is pitiful right now. It's pitiful. But defensively, they are at a point where if this continues like this,
3: they're going to have a shot in every game they play because they just can't be stopped. Fellas, can I ask you guys something quickly? Because they script the first 15 plays, and the first 15 plays look pretty damn good. And then after that, it's all, what the hell happened? Does Andy need to start scripting more plays? Does there need to be more cohesiveness and less RPOs, less, hey, Mahomes, just do your thing, bail us out? Because those first 15, they look good.
4: I mean, I don't know. I hear that. But, but there's, a, there's a part of me that says, it, this is going to piss off some people. I get it. I can tell from the comments and the tenor we're going with here. But they're playing so well defensively. Do you play a little bit more of a safe game? Like, I, I don't – and I'm not, I'm not saying you play a game where you're just going to a shell. I'm not advocating it. But what I mean is, do you run the ball – as I've, I've been screaming, by the way, for like two weeks. Do you just run the ball a little bit more and say, look, if we score 20, 24 points, we're going to win. Like, we're going to win the game. I, I, at the end of the day, is it not about that? Is that not like, like, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to see the Chiefs repeat their first performance against the Raiders and blow the, blow the doors off them. But, like, look around the league today. The Ravens lost a ridiculous game. A ridiculous game. They, they should have won. The Steelers were awful offensive three quarters. Well, they lost. You know what they lost? Because the defense gave it up late in the game. Like, who cares? Who cares what the stats were for that game? And, and out Baltimore, by the way, Marlon Humphrey's out for the year. Like, th- you know. Who cares that Baltimore had a better offensive day? It doesn't matter. You play to win the game, not to be Herm, but it's true, right? Like you play you you, your whole goal is to win, and at the end of it all, it it was twenty two to three before garbage time. Like I get it. It's frustrating. They gotta fix it. They've gotta fix that. But I also think you do – like, I didn't have a problem with them taking a knee at the end of the first half. They were kicking Denver's ass. Like, I don't blame them for just going, we do not want to make a mistake here. We're willing to just run the ball, go to half, get the ball out of the third quarter, and we're cool with it. They're going to have to fix this offense. But as they're fixing it, like, you can't sabotage a game right now because, well, we just want to get Mahomes going.
3: The only thing I'll say to that – I think, Patrick, I think you might be muted just as a heads up. Only thing I'll say to that is sometimes like that that need in the half. Sometimes I think what gets great players going is letting them do a little something extra. If you're if you're playing basketball and you're struggling to shoot the ball, when do you typically hit those shots? Time's running out end the quarter, you right, jack some stupid it. up, and you do the same thing. It's the kind of the same thing that Patrick. Say there's 37 seconds left. You have a timeout left. Let him try and make something happen. You're not thinking. You're just playing at that time. It's the less of the thinking aspect and more going out and just trying to make something I happen. And I, I wouldn't have had an issue with them. if I, I wasn't pissed at the Neil but I would have probably liked them to be a little bit more aggressive in that situation. I agree. I thought the game was clearly going Kansas City's way. But you can never be too careful. I mean, it was, what, a one-possession game at that time? Was it 10-3? Yeah, ten three. three. 10-3. It's 10-3. I, I wouldn't have mind them trying to at least try to go for a field goal with, what was it, 37 seconds, a little more than that left? There's a minute. It was a minute. Sure. I would have liked to see a little bit more aggressiveness there.
4: And, uh, Patrick, are you back yet, or are we uh... – no, you're still back. Or you're, still, you're still on mute, sir. Um, you know, I'd get out and come back in. The showing I've got it covered for the meantime, look – I uh, actually I saw the the one comment that Holmes is a punk bitch. A guy, I mean, come on, dude, like, dude I come on, really like you want to criticize the guy? I'm going to pull his stats up right now. I mean, he, he wasn't like unbelievable. The guy had 400 yards <laughs> and five touchdowns. Do to we? Oh, he's garbage. He's terrible. He can't <laughs> play anymore. Like guys, I mean, come on now. now come on. Let's stop it. He's top five in like every category in the <laughs> NFL. Oh, he's terrible. I don't know what we're going to do with him. Do we trade him for a draft pick? I mean, holy shit. I mean, I, I'm sorry. You want an F-bomb here? To, what the fuck are we talking about? I mean, he's <laughs> terrible now. You're just ready to get rid of Patrick Mahomes because, oh, well, you know, geez, in a game that we won and covered the spread, you know, he he, he, didn't, he didn't make enough throws that were so unbelievable that they can make a 10-minute highlight. But guys, he dropped like six <laughs> passes. I mean, what do you want? Like, if they don't drop those balls and he goes for 250 and no pick, we're just going to go, no, and, and straight savage. No, I'm not saying he was great, but my like, God, he wasn't a problem. And I, like, look, so his numbers, I just want to pull them up, pulling up the box score right now. And I, I, I hate when people go box score analysis, but just for, for shits and giggles. Okay. So tonight, Mahomes in the game, 15 to 29, not great, not good, 184 and a pick. Okay. Let's say they catch five of those six drops, which is what they should do, right? Like a normal night. So five of those catches, let's say those five catches are 50 yards total. All of a sudden, you're looking at the game, he's 20 to 29. Now he's got a completion percentage of 66%, which is fine, okay? He's at like 230 and no picks. Like, it's not dominant. It's not a night that are going, do you remember where you were? But like, <laughs> it's not like, holy shit, like, so we put in Chad Henney? Like, it's, it's fine. Like, guys, it's okay. Like, it's it, – well, he, two weeks ago, he, he put up the game of a lifetime. Now he's trash. Dump him. It's over. He's a punk bitch. It's the only way like, – like, come on. Come on.
2: Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, all right. I'm back. Sorry. Right. So I've got some things to say. Sorry about that, everybody. And we got Matt Connors here. He's got the – he's got the aviators on. He's like blues. Program. He's going – uh, Carl Tartan. Uh, here.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> here to call call some blindside blocks.
5: Flag flag on anyone <laughs> hounding on Patrick Holmes. Flag on Holmes oh, in it. general.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I can't even see well, the
5: camera. Can I see anything? <laughs> what's going on here?
2: You need your cane. You need your you need your cane. Um <laughs> Great bet Love it. Um So all right. So the whole gang's here. Um, I just wanted to add the chiefs were moving the ball in this game. They were moving the football and It wasn't like that. They were just going three and out every down or that. It, but I feel like it gets magnified, right? It's like guys drop a couple passes and then Mahomes makes a bad throw, which he's entitled to make on occasion. And then it just seems like, right. Oh, well, it's Mahomes. It's like, no, it's not Mahomes. Mahomes made one or two bad throws the whole game. And there's like six drops. Also, keep in mind. The Denver defense coming into this game, these guys are no joke. Okay, they were ninth in yards allowed coming into this game, tenth in passing yards yards allowed into this game, and third in points allowed. These guys are giving up on the season an average of seventeen point eight points per game. So it, you know it's a combination of things. They're not they're not a crappy defense. They're a very good defense, one of the better defenses in the NFL. And the Chiefs aren't playing sharp, and they're not executing. But when you look at the big picture here, with the Chiefs playing defense the way that they are, man, i tell you what, the last thing I am worried about is the Chiefs' offense not being able to figure it out. As long as they've got that offensive line and Clyde edwards and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, they're all healthy. They're all in the field. They've got Andy Reid. And, oh, yeah, they've got a guy called Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of him. He's pretty damn good. They're going to be fine. They're going to figure it out. They just said a little bit of a rough patch tonight.
3: Why does everybody think Josh Gordon's some superstar from 2013? Still, you I don't got, understand you're not talking this
4: because he's just—he's not going to be part of this all. I know, I <laughs> get it, but I keep happening.
3: seeing comments pop up, so I have to at least it's, briefly, it's briefly address it. Briefly address it. He's not been relevant for multiple years now. Why did everyone think that Josh Gordon was all of a sudden going to come here and become prime Terrell Owens? Like, I don't get this. He—he's not Calvin Johnson. He never was. He, he's dropped balls when he's getting the opportunity. Why would Kansas city trust him when he's dropping balls, when he gets the opportunity, right. he has butter. I don't know why stop eating buttered popcorn before games. Then maybe you'll be able to catch the, the ball. <laughs> I, I don't understand this obsession of Josh Gordon. Can someone tell me where it's coming from? Because I feel like I'm taking crazy pills over here.
4: I mean, Josh Gordon's just what he is. Like, look, they brought him in on a flyer. That's fine. It hasn't worked. Like, it's just, it, you know, maybe at some point it does. I'd be shocked at this point. Like, it's just what it is. um, I mean, I, I don't expect it to – I think, guys, why start them? Because they're trying to find anybody who's a number two receiver can do anything. I mean, that's why. I mean, McCall Hardman hasn't done it. like I But I, I just wouldn't go into every game going, this is the breakout for Josh. Like if it happens, awesome. But I, I don't think it's a big thing. And guys, look, you know what? I see all the comments. And, and a lot of you guys, like, I agree. And I get the frustration, right? Like, I'm not – I'm not sitting here defending this offense. This offense sucks. I'm not, like, this offense sucks. I don't like a lot of the play calling. I think they should run the ball more. Mahomes, I think I think he's getting more crap tonight than he deserves. But he's been up and down this year. Like, I'm not arguing that point. I do think tonight he was more let down by his team than he was anything else. But, look, I would argue, frankly, you guys want to be pissed offensively. That's fine. I'm with you. But tonight, specifically, be pissed at the receivers who can't catch. Hill, right in his hands. Kelsey, right in his hands. Pringle, right in his hands. I mean, that's – Mahomes can't do anything about it. I, and people have said, well, he's throwing too much sidearm. Guys, I don't give a shit if he throws it behind his back and he's hitting them in the hands. They're right in the hands. Like, yeah. I, I, that part of it I disagree with. Now, again, for the year, he's made. He's had some pe- poor games. And I did see one person, I forget, I, I apologize, who said, were you not worried about the offense after the Super Bowl? No, I wasn't. Because they had the four of us and a mannequin blocking. Like, in the beginning of this year – They were the best offensive football the first month and a half. So, no, I I don't believe that. I think right now it's a couple of different things that are converging. But I really believe – and, guys, if you watch this podcast, God knows. You know I'll just tell you what I think. Like I really think when they were playing the Giants and the Titans and the Packers, I thought offensively they were totally broken and lost. I thought they had no rhythm. They couldn't find a way to get guys open. I don't feel like that right now. I don't. I think against Dallas, they took a million penalties and took themselves out of the game. They dropped a bunch of balls. And tonight, they had a couple of penalties, although I don't think that was the main problem, and they dropped the ball. Now, if they play like this, are they going to lose a playoff? Game? Yeah, probably, because their offense sucks. But I would also point, like, I don't know, and I don't want to speak for anybody, it's a genuine question. Like, I don't know how much you guys watch the whole league or if it's just mostly like you're honing on Kansas City. Obviously, for my job, I watch the whole league. Guys, I watched Baltimore-Pittsburgh Forest game. Lamar Jackson was atrocious. Like, I can't if, – if, if you saw that game, you know what I'm talking about. He was hideous in that game. Hideous. If Mahal's played like that, you'd have a stroke. I, I just – I get it. Like, he hasn't been what he's been a couple of years, the last couple of years, but, my God, he's, like, top five in everything. I He needs to be better, but I do not think that tonight – it was on him. Tonight it was the fact that they just could not catch. That that's I don't know.
2: I don't know how yeah. that's not true. And I think we've got to we gotta to try to get ourselves some perspective here. And I'm gonna to go to Matt Connor in a minute because I want to hear his thoughts on the game. Yeah. He's always a nice measured voice of reason when it comes to the Chiefs. Um, but I think like think about the defense earlier in the season, right? Total dumpster fire, couldn't stop anybody, couldn't stop the run, couldn't stop the pass. They were terrible. And now they're one of the best defenses in football. We should learn from what we saw the defense go through this year. The Chiefs offense was good at the beginning of the year. Teams are playing them wildly different than they ever have before. Wildly different than any other offense in the NFL is getting played. We're seeing, I think, a team that is learning to adjust. They're adju- Imagine sort of changing the way that you have to play a little bit midseason. You're doing this you know, live, on stage, in front of everybody. They're figuring some things out. It isn't always going great, but the talent is there. And I think by the time we get to the end of the season, just like the defense, the offense will have figured things out. It'll have put things together. It'll start playing sharper football, and this team could go on a Super Bowl run. Matt Connor, am I crazy?
5: No. No, you're not crazy. Look, man, I, I'm not even worried about the offense. I, I mean, I, I'm glad that Matt has something to be angry about because it's 10 times more entertaining when he is. But – I mean, sure. look—it was so windy out there. I ordered a Dave's Deluxe and a Biggie Fry and a chili. All right, <laughs>
0: uh, it was—it was. There's it was, so. Uh, was so, was <laughs> oh so many
5: God. drops. It was God. so many drops. It was like I was on a Nokia cell phone. <laughs> like it it was—it was, it was just so ridiculous overall. Uh, all the all the external things that were going on. There were a few play calls I didn't like. Um, like Matt said, but most of all, I'm, I'm looking at Mahomes dealing uh, mostly things I like. It doesn't work out. And then I'm reading Twitter, and it's like, like Ed Werder and these guys who have a national voice who are like, this is the second consecutive game without a touchdown. And it's like, this guy just had like a hell of a game compared to many other quarterbacks today, and the narrative – what I hate is what I hate is Mahomes is going to generate national coverage, no matter what he does. And so if it's if the metric isn't three to five passing touchdowns, then it's somehow how garbage it was. Like there's no nuance, there's no attempt to understand. It's 120 characters or or whatever we're allowed on Twitter to post, and then and then that like these narratives are formed, and it's just crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a number of issues. I also think the Broncos have maybe the best secondary in the game, even without Bryce Callahan. That's debatable, but it's up there for sure in the top three, top five. It's a it's a defender who knows the team. Um, they're going to play him twice a year. Fangio's going to going to suit up for this, and the rest of the Broncos were too. So I'm not worried. They they threw down. They dominated them in every aspect. They didn't need to score a ton of points, and they and they didn't. I'm not saying there's not hiccups. The issue for me is, is this one of the things we saw in the beginning of the season was this team was sloppy as hell, sloppy as hell in all aspects. The defense has cleaned a lot of it up, but you can't let opportunities slip right through your fingers, pun intended. And that's happening here <laughs> on both sides of the ball. Yep. I'm glad we got a couple INTs. That was great to end the game. But if we would not, if we not and we're talking about the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas by Ward and some others on defense, I'd be a little bit more concerned because coming out of the bye week, I want execution to look better in December. Like, we should be seeing crisper football overall. And tonight felt a little early season sloppy in some of those respects. So, you know, I I, I don't know. Like, maybe there's my concern, and I'll, I'll loft that up if Matt wants to, like, smack, like I'll serve that up, you know, bring it on. No, I, I actually I, think you bring up
4: a couple of really good points. And one of which is, I actually said this to my dad at the end of the game, you know, this defense at the beginning of the year, uh, through, through let's say the Tennessee game, I know they had the Washington game there, but Tennessee wasn't great either. They couldn't have been worse. I, I, re- I really don't know that they could have been more lackadaisical like, times, soft, I mean, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. And yet, look at them now. Like, they're not good. They're dominant. They are killing teams. I mean, Dallas uh, still hasn't scored a touchdown it, That was insane with either in that game. And I really believe if the defense can do that, this offense can get rolling. Now, it doesn't mean they're just not, you know, automatically going to, but they can. Like, this offense is is certainly t- capable, talented enough, whatever, to score 30 a game without even blinking. I do believe, based a lot off of what you saw early in the year and based off all the talent they have, that they will eventually do it. Maybe they won't, but I believe it. The other thing is, and it's another good point, was, look, Mahomes is held to a higher standard than anybody else. Why is that? Because he's better than everybody else. That's why. You know, I mean, honestly, like if you're if you if you're coaching a track team and your guy runs whatever, an unbelievable 100-yard dash, and he comes in fourth, and the kid who's like maybe like the third best runner in the team, you expect him to finish like seventh, he comes in like eighth, you're going to lay into the kid who should have won because he's fast, right? You're That other kid, you're not going to notice it because it's like, all right, well, yeah, that's the way it is. You know, like that, that's the talent level. No one's like, like right now, Ryan Tannehill has, one, I believe it's one more touchdown than pick. I think it's 14 and 13, something like that. Nobody gives a shit nationally because he's Ryan Tannehill. Nobody cares. And truthfully, look, you want to really put it out there? You know why nobody's like, why is Lamar throwing all these picks? Why is it? Because Lamar Jackson is a great, unique athlete. He's not a great thrower of the ball. That's why. That's why, because despite all the national, like every time there's a great touch. Oh my God, because people expect it. People expect it. That, that team's got to throw the ball 40 times, they're going to struggle with Mahomes, especially based off, I know it was technically a second year, but really almost like a rookie year. He was so unbelievable out of the gate that it's just the expectation is he should be not the best, but so much better than everybody else. That when he goes for 250 and a touchdown, that's awful. Where would anybody else say, hey, 250? Like, he needs to be better and more consistent because of his talent level. Right? And straight side, you're right, man. Like, he's held to a higher standard. but and, And he should be held accountable. Like, everybody should. But, again, he's held to that standard because he's great. You don't hold bullshit to that standard. Nobody would nobody nobody's out of their minds because Jimmy Garoppolo had two picks today. You know why? Because <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. That's yep. why. That's why. Like you're pissed because Mahomes is incredible. Rick, clean up the language. Look, buddy, I apologize, but I gotta tell you, <laughs> if you think tonight's bad, give it to <laughs> but I, I I also do appreciate you're here. Look, it is what it is, Rick. I'm sorry. It's part of my deal. <laughs> Show me. Anyway, and a, big,
2: a big hat tip to Corey. Uh, thank you, Corey. That is awesome of you. Great content, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you, Corey. Appreciate all you guys coming and listening to us. Even if occasionally uh, we 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 forget to hit the sensor button on Vertaram. Um Sterling Holmes, you've been patiently waiting while while uh, crazy Matt Connor, blind crazy Matt Connor, and 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 swearing Matt Verduram had <laughs> the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's
3: my nickname? I gotta get something going over here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, yeah, we do. What? Well, you had the you had the porn stash for a while. What yeah, I shaved stash? it. You bring I that. Shaved back. it. I they
3: know. were calling you Bourbon Guy in the chat. Now.
2: They were like, "Where's Bourbon Guy?"
3: I and you now he downstairs. You, downstairs. You went.
2: You went from like classic Tom Selleck yeah. mustache and a bourbon to sitting there in your orange lighting drinking a Bush Light. Yeah, the mighty I, have fun. You've had a Dan Sorensen trajectory through <laughs> your season so far. We need you to we need you to bring it back up, but I will give you the floor. Just
3: wait for the pick six. One, to the dude yeah. asking the, the drum heads, I'll give you one. Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. Uh, two, do you guys think that Mahomes has the yips? Because I do. I, I still think that it's a situation – uh, of the Kansas City Royals fans, we, we should know this, the Chuck Knobloch-esque type situation where Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw the ball from second base to first base. You know how John Lester, currently, he can't throw a pickoff move. Mahomes seems to be in his dome right now. We know the talent level's there. We know it. No guy can throw for 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and then all of a sudden throw at dude's feet. I understand there were a lot of drops this game. But he was also peppering guys' feet the entire game. I'm not going to sit here and just say that that wasn't an issue because it was. I still think he's the most talented quarterback in the NFL, but I do think he's in his dome right now. Do you guys think the same thing? Do you think it's something to do with play calling? What do you guys think is going on there?
2: I think it does, like, I don't think he's got the yips, but I think in the game when things aren't going well – it get just like any human being, you get frustrated, and I, I think there was a little bit of frustration from everybody in the offense tonight. I mean, when your leading wide receiver is Daryl Williams, that's not good. That's not what you're going for when you when you put together the game plan. So you know, I think Mahomes got frustrated. I think you know Hill frustrated with himself, causing a pick. They were going to score points on that drive. Now it's an interception. It's another interception for Mahomes. And don't think that Mahomes again, who is a human being. It's not like, God damn it, not again. You know what I mean? Because like all of us want to do well at our jobs. And sometimes our colleagues don't, you know, they drop the ball and, we're, and we're, we're a team. And so that's what happens. And I'm sure Mahomes gets a little frustrated when when those tip balls happen. Um, but I honestly think, like I, I saw some comments like he needs to stop throwing the sidearm. And they, and they did it on the broadcast. And to, to Verder's point, like that's who he is. That's what makes him great. I don't want Patrick Mahomes to stop throwing sidearm. I don't want him to stop doing crazy spins and and passes. I want Patrick Mahomes to be Patrick Mahomes. And I think if his receivers catch the ball and they get a couple touchdowns early, you end up with a game like the Raiders game here, where he has two or three touchdowns. It's a it's a total blowout, but they're going up against good defense and things were just a little herky jerky. Before I, I I kick it to one of you guys, I just wanted to say, uh um, our guy uh, Mike in Sweden, who we're going to have to add as a as like an official sponsor of the podcast at some Seriously. point here, um, shows up to every show. Appreciate you, Mike. I don't know what time is it in Sweden right now. Does anybody know? It's kind of late. Right? Time is here. Yeah, yeah. Sterling, look that up because he's usually Mike shows up for our Thursday afternoon shows or Thursday morning shows here in Central Time. Um, so yeah, I want. Yeah, I guess it's after the
3: one a.m.
2: That is a.m. So Mike got up at, like, it, very early, yeah, early to watch the game. game. I love it, man. I love the dedication for our, awesome. our international awesome. crew out there. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Thank you, Mike. Um, all right, Werner. And what do you think? Does Mahomes have the yips? Is it the yips?
4: I, I think there's a by the way, he's talking right now, and I've been reading some of the quotes. I'm paraphrasing. But he basically said, look, I'm pissed too. We, we're not good enough. Like, he, you know, he's not really sugarcoating it. And by the way, also, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Twitter. Apparently, there's like a raging fire at Arrowhead right now in the parking lot. Like, if anybody's noticed that on uh, the old Twitter feed. uh, You sure it's not the Broncos bus? Uh, No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They might have just been like, screw it. Yeah, let's just torch (laughs) it. it,
4: it, No, but, you know, look, I I think there's a little bit. I don't know that I call it yips, although you could, as much as I think it's just they're just a little bit unsure of themselves almost. Like it, just, you know. Sometimes when you're really rolling, you know, it just feels like every time they're just gonna gonna get it done, get it done. You know, and I feel like right now they're it's kind of like you said, showing earlier. Like it's you, it's almost like you're thinking about it. Like all right, I got to make this throw. Whereas normally it's like I'm gunning it. I don't care. Like here it comes. And I think they'll find that. Like I I do, and I could be wrong, by the way. Like maybe maybe not. But I I really I think overall, um i feel I feel much better about this team now than I did early when the offense was amazing but the defense couldn't stop anybody because I always felt like at some point that's coming to roost like you're just you're not gonna win a a playoff game couple playoff games giving up forty points you know i you're not gonna with their defense playing like this and God, like maybe maybe I end up being being the a hole here I just really think in the end. That offense is gonna figure it out. Like I just do. They're so gifted. You know, and the and the idea that like all oh, Mahomes, like he's just not the same guy. He's 26. Like, what would he pass away? I mean, I, I'm I'm 33 years old. I feel like an old man I'm reading some of these things. My like, God, he's done now at 26 years old. Like I I, I really do believe um <laughs> my my father. The fire is a delayed reaction to the Broncos picking Drew Locke in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There it is. I love it. My Z yep.
2: back up QBU b.
4: Would Chiefs rather right? would Chief fans rather we had drafted him? No, I don't think so. Like you know, but it's yeah. it's uh look, it's frustrating offensively. I will tell you right now, I and I'll just preview I think they're gonna kill the Raiders. I, I could be wrong the Raiders have a lot of injuries all of a sudden. The Raiders have, have, have all kinds of problems. And the one thing with the Raiders, they play that defense. They just sit in zone, suck, cover threes. they do that again, oh, my God. Oh, my God. If they do that again, they're going to give them a 40 point. But that's for another day. We'll have plenty of podcasts to talk about that game.
2: All right. Let's get to our players of the game um, earning their arrowheads. That's the name of the segment. Uh, it means players of the game. So um, let's start with Matt Connor because he hasn't talked in a minute. Matt Connor, who got arrowheads for you today?
5: um i mean boy the, uh, frank clark looked great i mean the whole front the whole front line looked great i am supposed to pick one player uh, um step up, the, <laughs> step up and say say what
4: step up and say Connor.
5: harrison <laughs> i'll go i'll go harrison bucker on a day where the offense stalled Good call. Good call. from from 56 man from 56 in the first quarter, it was a two-possession game, and then that was all they needed, right? Uh, I'll take the doink. Um, I know there was a missed extra point there, but it was so windy, I'll remind you, that I ordered a Dave's Deluxe, a Biggie Fry. I just had to repeat my Wendy's jokes. Anyway, that's all.
4: That's <laughs> enough out of you.
2: That's a great call on, on Butker. Uh, that was a really – they were basically playing in a hurricane, and he managed to get that one in from fifty six. Uh, and boy, boy had the distance on it. Now, he had, he had a little bit of wind help, but, I mean, hit it well, and they needed him. Um, they needed him. All right, Sterling Holmes, who gets an arrowhead from you?
3: First, I golfed today, Matt. I need you to tell everyone, when I birdied two holes today, I need you to tell everyone how windy it was, because that makes me feel way better about my overall uh, overall score. Uh, I'm going to go with Javarius Ward. I think Javarius Ward never gets enough credit. He never does. But very well. He is always all over typically number one wide receivers and gets no credit for it. People always focuses on the drops he gets. There's a a reason why he's on defense and not a wide receiver, although he looked like a chiefs wide receiver today, but there's a reason why he's a
2: quarterback.
3: (laughs) No, I get it. But there's a reason why he's there. (laughs) He's, he's almost always in the right spot and fans are always complaining. First it was, he never turned his head. Now he turns his head. Yeah, sure. His hands are still stones. Doesn't matter, though. He's in the right spot. He knocks the ball down. Javarius Ward, I think, needs more credit. He had eight tackles a day. He made a lot of stone plays a day. Javarius Ward gets my arrowhead.
2: I love it. All right, Ram. Give out some hardware.
4: The Chiefs' best quarterback on the team, Tommy Townsend, who <laughs> I went over and over and over. Bombed punt after punt whenever they needed it. Did a, did a nice job. Um, I wanted to shout him out real quick, but I even with the drops, I got. I gotta say, Pringle for, for no other reason about yeah. one play. I mean, that was just a phenomenal effort. Like, I look, I, I think he's got to get it right. Like for just that play alone, it's such a, a huge play as you're trying to kind of put the game away. And then, guys, let's face it. I mean, Dan, Dan Sorensen, yeah. you got know, his best player in the, in the, on the team. He's he was so damn good. He's speaking right now at Arrowhead. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what the fire, by the way. I think somebody tweeted out was a vegetation fire regard. Maybe that's what the fire is like. God has just decided to to burst the stadium into flame with Neiman and Sorensen combining. (laughs) End the
0: game.
5: I mean, those guys were vegetables earlier in the season. So if it's a vegetation fire, (laughs)
2: Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is incredible.
4: Unbelievable. but uh, oh my God. I mean, Dan Sorensen, you could make a case, Re- like, really, was the best player on the field tonight. I mean, he made a couple – at the two-point conversion stop, right, a couple of nice tackles. And that pick six, by the way, th- this has got to be said, like, Bridgewater, feel free to, like, try to make a tackle. I, Mike, what a just a ridiculous effort! And, and look, I mean, good you went, but can you imagine the, the vitriol if a Chiefs player did that? Two weeks yeah. ago, you missed it against Philly. Bridgewater basically just escorted Darius Slade down the sideline like he was his personal bodyguard. And then this game, if if Sorenson runs that back, the game's over. And he doesn't even see Bridgewater, and Bridgewater's like, "All right, then, touchdown." Like that was. <laughs> That was brutal, brutal. Love but, it. Uh, Love it. He has to get the arrowhead. Uh, it has to. He, tonight, it's been a rough year. Tonight, he deserves it.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's great to see. And he's back to doing what Dan Sorensen has always done for this team, which is come up and make big plays when the Chiefs needed him in limited work. And that's, 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 that's fine by me for the rest of the year if he can continue to do that. You guys took a lot of the good ones um, I'm going to go, and this is becoming a little bit of a pattern, but can anybody guess who led the team in pass defenses tonight?
3: Chris Jones.
2: Chris Jones. Chris, mother effing Jones, again. And we've talked about this a number of times, him moving back inside. It, the batted passes have come back with that, which he's always been great at, aside from his pass rushing uh, prowess. So uh, I got to give one to Chris Jones. Um, you know, two passes defended, hit the quarterback, uh, his usual hellraiser self. I also want to give one here to who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh no, I lost it. Um, Well, it was another defender. Oh, Matt uh, Conner for the Gay. No, Willie Gay. Willie Gay is such a big part of this defense. Now he's getting out there more and more should have had an interception there. But I mean, like if Neiman doesn't make that play, like Neiman's not able to move laterally fast enough to get into that passing lane to almost intercept that ball, that's not the last time. It's not the, not the first time we've seen Willie Gay nearly get a pick or get a pick. And it's not going to be the last time, I think, this season that Willie Gay sneaks up on a quarterback and makes a huge play for this defense. And I think what's really kind of exciting now for the Chiefs, and they've never really had this in, in, in the time that Patrick Mahomes has been there, they have really incredible playmakers at every single level of the defense. They've got Chris Jones up front. They've always had Tyron Matthew in the back end and they've got, um, you know, Snead, but now they've got Willie Gay in the middle. And that's just one more opportunity to make a big play, to stop a drive, to slow things down and get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. So that's the, those are my arrowheads for tonight. I I think Willie Gay is going to be an absolute stud, um, especially next year when he gets another year under his belt.
4: He he can fly, man. Like his athleticism I'm not saying he's going to end up being this player. This guy's one of the best Chiefs players ever. R- reminds me of Derek Johnson. Like, just, fl- like, where there are times where you're like, oh, that guy's open. And then like, instantaneously, the guy just gets rocked. And it's either, like, an incomplete pass or it's a two-yard gain. You're like, oh, my God. Like, how the hell did he get over there? You know, like, yeah. Gay can run. And, by the way, we got to say, and I'll, I'll happily eat a little crow here. Because early in the year, I was like, yeah, you know what, Bolton's good in run defense, but, like, he can't cover it all. Now they have not asked him to do a ton of, of coverage stuff, uh, but he's been better. Do you know he leads the league in tackles for a loss this year. Oh, yeah not for rookies, like period. That is that that's not bad. You know, everybody early in the year, I know, it's frustration. I'm not I'm not holding anybody too. I say things I regret all the damn time. It, but it's like <laughs> early in the year, everybody was killing Veach. These draft classes are looking pretty damn good right about now. Like you go look yeah. at their last three or four draft classes. This draft class looks ridiculous. You got Bolton who's playing really well. Humphrey, who I've actually talked to a few people around the league, like not affiliated with the Chiefs, who think he's the first team all pro center. Like that level of dominant. Trey Smith, who legit might be a pro bowler this year, right? Like you have all these guys. Then in recent, you know, last year, you have Snead. you have Willie Gay. You have all these, all of a you start looking at this. You're like, pretty good classes. Like really yeah. like you know, Fenton a couple of years ago. You start looking at it. They've gotten a lot of guys over the recent few years who are like, yeah, they can they can play. If Thornhill's really come around; he's really playing better. Like, that's how you sustain when you are not able to spend a ton of money because you sign some of your stars to big contracts. Well, they sustain. I mean, they are they are loaded with good young players, and that's a credit to them. It's like they're drafting fifth; they're drafting back of the round every year, thankfully, and. You know, Look at them. They're, they're, they're killing it. I mean, they're they're being led by a lot of these young guys on this team. It's, it's really a credit to the scouting department and a credit for the coaches who have been able to get the job done and, uh, and, and coach these kids yeah. up.
2: And don't forget about Orlando Brown, who did, – did you see that play tonight where he pancaked his guy so brutally bad? I feel like Pat was right behind Orlando Brown, and Pat, there was this kind of like comical moment where like Pat kind of looked over Orlando Brown's shoulder, and he was like, oh, shit. And then he, he ran out of the pocket because he was like, "Oh, uh, oh, we're good." And then Orlando Brown like just kind of stood there and looked at the guy. And then the guy started to get up, and Orlando Brown was like, "Oh yeah, we're still playing." And he like reached down and like shoved him over again. It was absolutely hilarious. If somebody could find that clip, it's a good one. All right, let's take let's take some questions. Uh, let's take three questions from the chat before we get out of here because you guys are awesome. Um, I saw one. Uh, I, th- I think it was Chris Chris Albright, Sterling, Matt V, Patrick. Matt, see any worries that with how the defense is playing right now that we might lose some of these defensive coaches next year? I'll give that one to you, Matt Connor.
5: Yeah, what's interesting is that earlier this week, Andy Reid even referred to Spags as like a head coach in waiting again. Like like the he thought he may eventually earn, um, you know, another return there. Uh, it's hard to see. I mean, in some ways with, I mean, the defense is going to have to finish the year in the same way that they're playing right now. Like a, like a like in much the same way we're trying to forget and we are forgetting the early season woes. this stretch could still be forgotten too. If something goes off the rails when it really matters the most, you know, end of season. So, I mean, like a storyline is going to have to be the chiefs defensive dominance in January and February for something like that to happen and that almost feels like too late in the hiring cycle I just don't think yeah. specs is going anywhere this this year although this could be a good feather in his cap for later on you may see one of these guys make a jump into a coordinator position I I, I mean I I guess but Chiefs ass hot defense is such a new. Thing that I just have a I have a hard time buying anyone going. Give me that linebackers coach who we just yeah I mean or you know like give me Matt Couch if anything if anything look and we talked about this earlier Matt Matt was just talking about this earlier it it speaks to and I'll and I'll say a little bit more it speaks to the organizational um, chemistry here in the whole scheme of things when we talk about like Fenton and others doing so well. Like Sam Madison as a coach, um, Dave Merritt, these guys from the secondary who were predicted to be undraftable, who were then like turning into starters. Or Legarius Sneed really basically being, you know, a top of the fifth into the fourth round pick, turning into like a potential pro bowler. I think think coaches from the secondary could make a leap somewhere. Um, But – yeah, I, I don't think so. I think, I think we'll retain them all.
4: Real, real briefly, uh, Spags isn't going anywhere. They, I mean, he's going to be 62 in December, and he had a head coaching record of 11-41. He's not going anywhere. No, no team is hiring a 62-year-old. <laughs> they and yeah. By the yeah. way, I'm not, like, crapping on him. That Rams team was unwinnable. They, they stunk. I'm just saying, at this point, like, you're not – even though it shouldn't be part of the equation, you're trying to excite your fan base when you hire somebody. And Spags is Spaggs is a great coordinator. But I don't think you're going to you're gonna juice anybody with, hey, let's bring in Steve Spagnuolo. I think the Chiefs, they're probably, I mean, Brendan Daly's a name that you hear sometimes people throw around, like future coordinator, is a D-line coach, really impressive guy, was great in New England. But I, I think the Chiefs are probably pretty good. You know, they they do a pretty good job with keeping their guys around. You know, the enemy's always the one you look at and go, well, maybe him, but their offensive spike, I don't know. Is this a year where, where he'd get plucked? I don't know. I would be shocked if Spags is anywhere else next year.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, we got our guy MT. Thank you. We'll we'll, we'll take your question next, yes, uh, And and I'm going to give it to the guy for who who uh, uh, pointed out. Um, has anyone ever seen Sterling and Mclemore in the same room? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think anybody ever has. That's a great great observation. So MT's <laughs> question: is Sterling and I'm and I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it to you. You can answer it from the thrift shop. Um, game outlook for the remainder of the season. Chargers a worry.
3: Well, I mean, I can't sing. So, well, I guess Macklemore can't either. Then
2: so. You might actually yeah. be him.
3: It might actually be him. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think the Chargers actually are a worry. I, I think they're, I mean, they're seven and five. They just had a very impressive win over the Bengals. Say what you will about the Bengals. They've looked incredible at times. They've also lost to the Jets. But the Bengals have shown to be a fairly solid team for the majority of the season. There's a lot of talent on the Chargers. They're still the Chargers. They like to find ways to blow games. But when you have Justin Herbert, you have a guy like Austin Eckler, who, in my opinion, is about one of the best running backs against the Chiefs. A guy who's phenomenal pass catching out of the backfield. That, in the past few seasons, has typically destroyed Kansas City. That's been a very, very weak aspect of Kansas City's defense. That makes me very nervous. Mike Williams, he can go up and get the ball. Mike Williams, not only is he big, he's fast, he's athletic, he wins a lot of jump balls. Keenan Allen is still an incredible player, and they still have that little brother mindset of where they want to beat big brother. Say say what you will, but I, I think it's a real thing, and you're holding up a finger to me. What are you about to say, Vertoram?
4: Willie Gay is going to change Austin Eckler's
3: life in that game. Sure. I, I like, think so, too. You didn't but until it happens... Games. But I mean, no, I think so too. But, it, but Austin Eckler is just maybe a top three receiving back in the NFL. Excellent. Might be the best. I, I would say you'd probably throw in McCaffrey and you'd probably throw in Alvin Kamara. And then fair, I'd say fair. Austin yep. Eckler. Yep. And so that does make me at least a little bit nervous. The dual threat ability of, of Eckler. Um, I think Kansas City's better. I truly do. But to say that they're not a threat, I think would be a little bit, foolhardy even though I mean you're one game ahead but I mean still that's I, I think foolhardy to say that Cato City is much better than the Chargers
4: no doubt no doubt and I'll tell you that game that's probably for the division like the Chargers schedule other than that game the Giants at home the Broncos at home the Raiders at home at Houston probably not gonna lose another game the Chiefs have to win that game like, I love Christmas, so, like, I'll be I'll be real corny for a second. You know, 12, 12 nights of Christmas, 12 days of Christmas, that song. Starting tonight, the Chiefs have three AC West games in 12 days. It's 12 days of the Chiefs' season. Like, that's, that's – so you got. you win those three games, you're home free. You're going to win the division. And I'll, I'll go a step further. If the, now, of course, they've won the first game. If Kansas City wins the next two games, they're going to be the number one seed in the AFC. They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. I – they're not losing to Denver. If they know that that's for the one seed, they're not losing that game. Pittsburgh can't score a point. And I, as far as I'm concerned, I respect the Bengals. I really do. If the Chiefs go into that game though, and that they got to win that, I, I just – I don't know. Uh, I respect Cincinnati. I think that that Chargers game, to me, that's the game. That is the whole kit and combo. That's the game where you either – you pay for what you did early in the year, by screwing so many games up, including the Chargers, or that's the game you finally fully dig out of the hole. And you win it, and you're home free as long as you just handle games you should handle. That Chargers game's it, man. It's going to be a tough one.
2: It's going to be tough, and it's going to be – that's the short week game, right, for the Chiefs. So they play, night play the Raiders, the Yeah, Thursday night on the road. That's going to be a tough one. The, the good news for that game is that the Chargers defense isn't that great, and the Chiefs defense oh, is, much, is much better – than it was the last time they played the Chargers. So if the Chiefs can execute on offense, I think they win that game. I think they're the more talented team. But, yeah, absolutely. The the Chargers have enough explosive players on offense that the Chiefs, they're going to score points. It's not going to be like tonight. But I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. Even if the Chiefs lose that game, I think the Chargers are going to lose to Denver. They've been so up and down all season. And I think Denver, with that defense, they'll find a way to beat them. They'll run the football. Uh, that's my prediction. I, don't, I think oh, the chiefs will win too, but I think they could very easily lose to Denver. I think they win the rest of those games. Um, somebody says in the chat, Matt Con- uh, Gonzo says, Matt Connor reminds me of a wise chief sensei. That's pretty great. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. We need one more question here from the chat uh, so that we can get out of here. Corey um, says it's a bowl of cocoa puffs for me, for me tomorrow. Got the win! It's officially Raider Week. I do love some cocoa puffs. It's beautiful. Uh, we need. It's we beautiful. need
4: it's like having a damn drink too with the
2: cereal. That's right. That's right. And you owe. By the way, Verderim, you owe these these people. You eating Count Chocula live on the show? We've got to find some. Somebody. Somebody said it's on the internet. You can
5: Who it wants it on to
3: listen to someone eat cereal? That sounds
2: horrific.
5: It's like some weird fetish.
3: You're going to get in line. It
5: yeah. says Macklemore.
2: Uh, yeah, let going to I'm listen gonna record
4: to. some crappy ass single. Listen, I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna buy. I, you know what? You're right. I think Amazon's got it. I think that's what they said. So I, I will check it out as long as it's on there. You got it. We're good. I'll get, I'm happy to sit there and eat a ball count. The jug. I'll tell you what, though, tonight, my wife and my two sister in laws came over. They made, no exaggeration, 250 the cookies.
2: cookies. Oh.
4: oh, no. I'm gonna do unspeakable things. And uh right after they made like six different variations, pretzel rods covered in chocolate, uh you fudge peppermint bark. It's gonna be it's gonna be some bad stuff. It's gonna be some bad stuff. I'm gonna be at the gym you're, heavy tomorrow. Holy crap. Your picture you're, off, please. My
3: God. <laughs> gonna be ugly.
4: Brutal. It's earlier than this. It's gonna be
2: you're gonna, hear, you're, did you're, like, you're gonna
4: hear a wheezing and then me just calling for an ambulance.
2: Somebody did once tell Verdam that his his profile picture on Twitter should just be the egg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, god! it's true.
4: Face is built for radio, baby.
2: Yeah, yeah. Your 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 trainer is going to start charging you double after she all those should. cookies. Um, she should. All right.
4: it's, it's really it's some it's some tragic shit, but that's it here. No, there.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. Listen, we 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 hit we we are over the hour mark here. The fact of the matter is we can all be grumpy little punks all we want about the offense not executing. Chiefs won five in a row. They're in first place in the AFC West. They're tied for the best record in the AFC. Things could be a little bit better, but I think after the way the season started, we should all be friggin' thrilled. So, um, all right, listen, here's the schedule. Tuesday, Sterling Holmes, Matt Connor, they'll be back with their usual brand of uh, bad puns and random rock and roll talk. So you make sure you tune in for that, and they'll also usually uh, do some Chiefs analysis as well. Verham and I will be back on Thursday. We will preview uh, the uh, the Raiders game. Um, boy, the raid. By the way, <laughs> the Raiders lost to Washington. I mean, Taylor Heineke. I mean, I just wanted to laugh about that on on air because uh, that was uh, hilarious. And then and then the Ravens lost. So a lot of things went the Chiefs way this week. Um, all right, any parting thoughts before we get out of here from, from the peanut gallery? She's
4: in great shape. they in
3: great A shape. AFC right? West leaders, baby. I mean, yeah. They're tied
4: for – I get it. Like, they don't have the breakers right now. They're tied for first place in AFC. Like I yeah. And let's be real. I I, re- I truly believe this. Like, I get the Raiders. It's Raider. We got stuff. I, I would be shocked if the Raiders win this game on Sunday. Shocked. Like, if Kansas City does, does its job and handles business – You start looking at it and going, that Chargers game's real. I mean, that is, that is it. Like the, the Ravens schedule's brutal the rest of the way. The Bills and Pats play each other two more times. The Bills also play next Sunday. They play at Tampa. New England's got to play at Indy. You you start looking at this. Like Tennessee's got to play at Pittsburgh. They got to play the the Niners. They're all banged up. They got to play at Dolphins who suddenly are like in the playoff hunt. Those teams are going to lose games. Like I really believe if the Chiefs beat the Chargers, I think they're going to run the table. I think they'll lose another game. Even with the offense playing the way it's playing right now, I don't think they'll lose another game. So, look, of course, you could be wrong, but man, you got to be really happy with where they are right now. You really do. Like, they are, in essence, really in control of their own destiny
2: and have still yet to play their best football. And if they start doing that, well, this is the time of year you'd like to see them do that. A great opportunity to win the division, run the table, and their best football still ahead of them. Make sure you're heading over to Arrowhead Matt Matt has got you covered on lockdown. All the news coming out of Arrowhead tonight, tomorrow, the whole rest of the week, and into Raider Week. Make sure you're reading that. And make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review over there. We'd really appreciate that. Leave us a written review with a question. We'll answer it on the show. We read all the reviews, even the ones that uh, call us idiots. So if you want to call us an idiot, you could do that too. And uh, hit no. the thumbs up button and subscribe on YouTube on your way out the door. If you're not subscribed, there's there's uh, over 300 of you. Um, make sure you're subscribed. Thank you so much for your support. You guys are the best, uh, best podcast fans out there. Hands down, and close. Uh, for Sterling Holmes, Matt Connor, and Matt Verderham. I'm Patrick Allen. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Chiefs.